are Jehovah. You are Jehovah. You are Jehovah. You are the mighty man in battle. You are Jehovah. You are the mighty man on war. Jehovah, you are the mighty man in battle. You are Jehovah. You are the mighty man of war. You are Jehovah. You are Jehovah.
Just something that I want to sing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For all you've given to me. For all the blessings that I cannot see, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. With a grateful heart, with a song of praise. With an outstretched arm, I will bless your name. Thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just want to of my heart I want to see you I want to see you open the eyes of my heart Lord open the eyes of my heart
to you, O God. Who will not worship you, O God? Who will not fear you? Who will not bow before you, O God, in total surrenderance? Thank you, Lord, for fighting all our battles. Thank you because you are the Jehovah. You are the mighty man in battle. You are the mighty man of war. You are Jehovah. Thank you, Lord, for everything. Thank you for your church. Thank you for all of us, O oh God. Thank you for many blessings. Thank you for testimonies. Thank you for the next level, oh God. Thank you for life. Thank you for strength. Thank you for the grace to keep on keeping on. Thank you. Because when our backs were against the wall, you are the only one who made the way where there seems to be no way. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for forgiving all our sins. Father, accept our thanks in Jesus' name. As we go into your word, Lord, please speak to us. Minister to our hearts, O God. And at the end, Lord, let none of us, whether actual or virtual, live here the same way we have come. Take all the glory. 
and let all the blessings be ours, Lord. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Let someone shout hallelujah. Amen. My text this morning is from Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 8. Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 8. And our theme for the month of October is the will of God. Or knowing the will of God, whichever one works for you. Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 8. The Bible says that even though he were a son, he learned obedience through the things he suffered. Though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. This morning, I'll be speaking to us on the power of obedience. Um... The text we read, or we just read, of course, was talking about Jesus, the only begotten Son of God. And then he said, the scripture made us to understand that he learned obedience. Yet he was the Son of God, but he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. So I'll start this morning by saying to us that, number one, he didn't become a son when he came to the earth to please God. That was not when he became a son. He was already a son. That's how powerful he is. He was already a son even before he came to the earth. And he had been a son even before the world began. He had been a son even before the world began. John chapter 17 and verse 5. He had been a son even before the world began. The Bible says, And now, O Father, glorify me together with yourself, with the glory which I had with you before the world began. Was. So he, has, he had been a son even before the world began. So this morning, I'm here to announce to you that if you are the extension of the ministry of Jesus Christ, if you are the extension of the ministry of Jesus Christ, and all you are latching on, all you are latching on to is all he did when he came to the face of the earth, and you are the continuation of his ministry, you have to learn obedience. You have to learn obedience. You have to learn obedience. Jesus didn't come to this world to do his will. That's why the prince of this world checked him out and found nothing. He didn't come to this world to do his will. The prince of this world checked him out on many grounds and found nothing on him. It is not enough 
to do a good thing. It is not enough for people to be clapping for you on social media or in your family. It's not enough for you to drive the most expensive or the best car. The question to you this morning, are you doing what the Father asked you to do? Are you doing what the Father asked you to do? Where you are now, what you are doing now, is that what the Father has asked you to do? It's not enough for people to think you are doing well. It's not even enough for people to say to you that you are doing well. Are you doing what the Father asked you to do? I say to people, I don't have a football club I support. I just love Lionel Messi. So anywhere he goes, I go. Because I see pure passion and I see raw talent whenever I see him play. And one day, all of a sudden, I spoke to, I said to someone, I said, imagine Messi going to read to become a medical doctor. I'm sure he won't even do, I won't do half as better as he's doing on the field. It's not about just doing well. Are you doing what the Father has called you to do? So let us break it down. Although he was a son, he learned obedience. And in the next verse, verse 9, Hebrews chapter 5, verse 9, he learned obedience through the things which he suffered. And having been perfected, he became the author of eternal salvation to all those who obey him. He became the author to eternal salvation to all those who obey him. So by virtue of this statement, tell the person beside you, you are involved too. And tell yourself, I am involved too. Amen. So, why are you involved? He didn't obey so that you would disobey. He didn't live a life of obedience so that you would disobey. He lived a life of obedience so that to show us that it is possible to live a life that is in accordance to the will and the written instructions of God. What is obedience? What is obedience? Number one, obedience is to do what you are told. Obedience is to do what you are told to do. When you do what you are told, you are walking in obedience. I laughed this morning when I, during the worker service, I was going to preach about obedience. And the devil created a sin this morning. Very simple instruction. Don't do this. 
And it was as if the person amplified it. The workers know what I'm talking about. And that's how I know that this message is right on time. So when you do what you are told, you are walking in obedience. Number two, what is obedience? Obedience, especially to God, is to act like you don't have a mind of your own. Obedience to God is to act like you don't have a mind of your own because you actually don't have a mind of your own. The Bible says, let this mind dwell in you so richly. The same, Brother Peter, that is in Christ. If you want to argue, when somebody tells you, uh, maybe your pastor tells you, um, be in church for nine, I say, yes, sir, I'll be in church for nine. And walk out of that door. And you know you won't be in church for nine. And you go and then what will what the least that will happen? You will just talk, they will talk, talk, like they always talk, and that'll be all. Yes, we talk. We'll continue talking. May God not let us stop talking. So if you want to argue, argue at the point when the instruction is given. Is better than taking in the instruction, accepting the instruction, and doing otherwise. Even though it's not even good to argue, but if you actually have to argue, argue at the point when the instruction is given. Not that you agree before the one who gave the instruction, and then you go behind. And do something else. Romans chapter 6 and verse 16. Romans chapter 6 and verse 16. Romans chapter 6 and verse 16. The Bible says that, talks about being enslaved to the one you obey. Being enslaved to the one who gives you instruction. Romans 6, 16. The Bible says, do, not, do you not know that to whom you present yourself slaves to obey, you are that one slave whom you obey, whether of sin leading to death or of obedience leading to righteousness. So in other words, you are enslaved to the one who you obey. <clears throat> Anybody that, have, that has the Adamic nature is a slave to the devil. Anyone who has the Adamic nature is a slave to the devil. Because he disobeyed God in Genesis chapter 3. And number 3, what is obedience? What is obedience? Obedience is not having a mind of your own when it comes to instructions. As I was preparing to preach, I understand, even as I'm preaching, that this message is a bit difficult because I'm speaking to millennials and a few Gen Zs. And you are trained to have a mind of your own. But at the same time, 
as you have a mind of your own. <laughs> Many of us don't even take responsibility for the aftermath of whatever happens when we, by virtue of having a mind of our own. The Adamic nature. Adam, why did you do this? It is not me, the woman you gave to me. Why are you late to church? It is not me. Nepal came to park transformer on our streets. We don't take responsibility for certain things. If you are passing the blame, it means somewhere along the line, you have not obeyed. If you are passing the blame, it means somewhere along the line, you have not obeyed. And obedience is the pathway or highway to success. Obedience is the highway to success. John chapter 4 and verse 34. John chapter 4 and verse 34. Obedience is the pathway to success. It's the highway to success. John chapter 4 and verse 34. The Bible says, Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Now tell us what happened here. At a time, he had stressed himself so much and he said to his disciple, I am hungry. So, let's say the disciples, this one went this way, this one went there, the closest, they suffered before they got food for him. And they brought the food. And he looked at them and they see these ones. Do you think I'm talking about physical food? Do you think I'm talking about physical hunger? When I say I'm hungry, I'm saying that I'm hungry for, 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 for the word. I'm hungry for instruction. My food, my meats, another translation says, is to do the will of him who has sent me. And John 6, 38, so you can't claim you are a Christian if you continue to walk in disobedience. Because you will not end up where God has budgeted for you to end up. I'll say that again. You can't claim that you are a Christian if you continue to walk in disobedience because you will not end up where God has budgeted for you to end up. John chapter 6 and verse 38. For I have come down from heaven not to do my own will but the will of him who sent me. Let me tell us the truth. There are some times you will do what God wants. And you will cry. Because doing what God wants sometimes pff, might not be easy. doesn't align with what our flesh is asking for us to do. There are times you go where God says. That's why the Bible says there's a way that cement right to a man. But the end thereof is destruction. There are times you will go where God says. 
And, um, you know, where you are looking at looks so beautiful. And where God is saying you should go looks like so much of a rough road initially. But, you know, but because we deal with a God, we serve a God, who the Bible says knows the end from the beginning. The road that looks beautiful to you, maybe if you take three steps into that road, might be, there may be a roadblock. And the road that, you, that God says you should go, that looks so rough from the beginning, maybe all you need to do is just take the first step. And you see clearance, see God clearing the way, all the way. The Bible, in the story of um, God parting the Red Sea, something like that has never happened again in the world. That God suspended the water just by the breath of his nostrils. He suspended water and created a pathway. The same breath caused the water to freeze. And the same breath, the Bible says they walked on dry ground. It made the ground to be dry. If you, even if you pass through a place where rain just fell, you will still feel water. That's how powerful God is. So who will not trust a God like that? Who will not serve a God like that? Only a stupid person. John 15, 3 and verse 10. John chapter 15, verse 3 and 10. Bible says, For I have come down. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Verse 10. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. Just as I have kept my father's commandment and abide in his love. So let's flip this around. That's how I study the Bible. So if you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. If you don't keep my commandments, you will not abide in my love. It's so simple. It means, <laughs> if I don't keep his commandments, I won't abide or have access to his love. And the devil doesn't just show up until you have done something outside of God's will. That's when the devil shows up. If you watch, if you watch how the devil operates, the devil doesn't just show up. The devil doesn't show up until you have done something outside of God's will. And James chapter 4 and verse 7. James chapter 4 and verse 7. James chapter 4 and verse 7. The Bible says, resist the devil. Therefore, sorry, submit yourself, submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee. So have you ever wondered, in the f I know this is not the first time you are seeing this scripture. Why submitting to God came first before resisting the devil and he will flee? Your ability to resist the devil and he will flee is dependent on your submission to God. Am I preaching to someone this morning? Your ability to resist the devil and he will be resisted and he will flee is dependent, subject to the, your ability 
to submitting to God. Therefore, submit to God, full stop, resist the devil, and he will flee. Resist the devil, and he will flee. Yeah, so, 2 Corinthians 10, 5 to 6, 2 Corinthians 10, 5 to 6, you can't claim any scripture in the Bible when your obedience is not complete. You can't claim any scripture when your obedience is not complete. The times you obey are little to the time of harvest. E.g., for example, Jesus died in the physical. He was raised in the spiritual. He died in the terrestrial. He was raised in the celestial. I'm quoting to us 1 Corinthians 15 from verse 45. Go and check it. We don't have time. I would have gone into that. And 1 Corinthians chapter 7 and verse 19. 1 Corinthians 7 and verse 19. Coming to church is nothing. Being born again is nothing if you don't obey God. Circumcision is nothing. And uncircumcision is nothing. But keeping the commandment of God is what? Let's read together. One, two, go. Circumcision is nothing. And uncircumcision is nothing. But keeping the commandment of God is what matters. Tell the person beside you until you preach to that person and he enters very well. Uh, preach to them. Preach to them. Find someone else and preach that same sermon to them. You are all pastors in the house this morning. Coming to church is nothing. Being a worker in the church is nothing. Getting, being the first to get to church is nothing. Until you begin to keep the commandment of God. That's all that matters. Or tell us something. There's someone here for about three, four weeks. I've seen him post flyer of a program that's happening yesterday to tomorrow. And I didn't see anything. I'm, I'm that dangerous. And the person reached out two days ago. I said, ah, no, the person tested the waters last week or two weeks ago when we announced the hangout. said, ah, I don't know how to say it. I'm not going to be in church from this time to this time. I just changed the topic. I didn't, but we're talking about something else. He chipped it in and I chipped it out. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So I didn't say anything. Until two days ago, the person reached out and said, ah, I'm not going to be in church. And I told the person, because I understand, I know the role the person plays as far as that program is concerned. Well, you know, one of the things I try to teach people is that your church, your local church, 
is your place of primary assignment. That's where God will appraise you. Every other thing, they are good. But God will appraise you first based on your local parish. I think in this church, I think it's only the geo that can get me to take invitation to go and minister somewhere on first Sunday and leave treasury. Or maybe, Pastor Bishop, who I'm directly working, working with, working under now, who I currently report to. But thank God for him. And I said, ah, this is what is obtainable. And as he was coming today, he had every reason to still turn back. Because I was seeing updates. The Lagos, the Badman first way, blocked to come. Now you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> By Lagos, the Badman Expressway. <laughs> and he turned. I went through Ikorodu to be here. What am I saying in essence? First, I have a principle. Don't serve under somebody you cannot respect. Don't serve under somebody that becomes too small to give you an instruction. I always say it. <laughs> the, the, the oldest member we have in this church. Of course, here, as a matter of passion for all of us young people. From next Sunday, you won't see her in church for some time. I've known since August. That's how to work. That's how to serve. Yeah, somebody wake up Sunday morning and send. Well, I don't reply those messages. Some will. I won't be in church. Whatever. Apologies for inconvenience. You are not inconveniencing. You are inconveniencing your life, not me. Apologies for I won't be in church. And I'm like, eh? I was preparing someone somewhere outside Lagos for, she said, the person wanted to start marriage counseling. And I said to that person, I said, one of the common mistakes you young people make is that ah, when you do marriage counseling, you know, they will push it to you that what date are you looking at? Ask them, ask him back and say that, ah, what date? If you want to get married in September, ask them, sir, what weekend is available in September? You know, sir, oh, no weekend is me. I'm sorry, sir. Me and my whatever, we are, would have really loved to get married on the 30th. But still subject, to still push it. Still subject to your approval and availability. But some, just, ah, it's September 30th. Nothing can shake it. Nothing can change it. In heaven and on the earth. We've made up, we saw 30. 
in our dream. And we slept in different houses, different locations. But we, we had that common dream. If you had the dream, I didn't have that dream. So you must understand, nothing, we don't have any rights. That's, the, that's just what I'm trying to say to us. Ha! My, my naming ceremony is next week. Okay, congratulations. What time? Eh, I, I said I want 3 p.m. I'm not saying that you shouldn't want what you want. But try and table certain things. Let it be on, let it have honor underneath it. Let it have honor. There are people that their hearts have become reprobates. They are doing things outside of the word of God and their heart doesn't condemn them anymore. Hmm. Expressway to, I don't want to mention it. First John 3, 21 to 24. Their heart has become reprobate. They, don't, they do things, nothing talks to them. Their heart doesn't condemn them anymore. They sit down. You know, see, let me tell you something. I'm I'm here now. There are some people, there are some things I would never do. I was somewhere one day and they were talking about Pastor Debo. That's one pastor I love and fear the most. If you have seen him before, if you have seen him one-on-one before, you know what I'm talking about. If you even say, say your problem, you can't even say it. There's this, as Pastor Bosse, if he says talk, you can't even and it's not like saying, talk! Hello, how are you saying something? But it's not intimidating. But there's something about that man. That, many times I'm in a prayer and they are talking about that, him or that family. Eh? And people are gossiping and doing all Many times, I didn't know somebody noticed me. So I always look at the window, like maybe it's somewhere around the window. But I don't, I don't know how somebody will have liver. The mind. You'll be dissecting a man of God in your corner. I see because you are not in the Bible days where ground open and swallow people up. And you know, ah, so many times I've heard, I've heard, and I look quickly, look at him, and I adjust myself. I say, ah, hey, Joe. Ah. <laughs> if you still sit down and dissect your pastors, Kill them, slaughter them, slander them. And your mind still doesn't pick you. Then I'm sorry for you. I don't know what is as scary as, as that again. Out of all the problems in your in your life, you now chose to squeeze your pastor in your with your mouth. And kill him, dissect him with your mouth. Places, even with people. Some people say things they don't know. Some people say things they do not see. They don't have any idea about. And you know you are lying. And you say it with so much confidence. And you expect to be blessed. 
in that same church. Or you expect to be blessed wherever else you are going. Some people are moving, carrying. Devil has helped them do Oshuka. I don't want to say it in English. And they are carrying curses all over the, the place. With Oshuka. First John 3, 21 to 24. Beloved, if your heart does not condemn us, if our heart doesn't condemn us, we have confidence towards God. And whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do these things, those things that are pleasing in his sight. 23. And this is his commandment, that we should believe on the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us commandments. 24. Now he will keep his commandments, abides in him, and he in him. And by this, we know that he abides in us, by, his, by the spirit he has given so, so if your heart doesn't condemn you again when you do certain things, I don't know what to say to you. It is faith you use to follow the word of God. It is faith you use to follow his commandments. And they will not be burdensome to you. Philippians 2, 8 to 10. Philippians 2, 8 to 10. I'm almost done. Philippians 2, 8 to 10. Becoming obedient is humility. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient even to the point of death. Even the death of the cross. Let me show us something. Even the death of the cross. Revelation 22, verse 14. Revelations 22 and verse 14. Revelations 22 and verse 14. The Bible says, Blessed are those who do his commandments, that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter through the gates into the city. Obedience and Christianity are things you cannot separate. You can't separate obedience and Christianity. And let me show us something in Psalms 112 from verses 1 to 3. Psalms 112 from verses 1 to 3. Psalms 112. Praise. Let's read together. One, two, go. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandment. What will happen to him? Verse 2. His descendants will be mighty on it. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Verse 3. Wealth and riches will be in his house. And his righteousness endures forever. Wealth and riches will be in there. He didn't say we'll just send it. Wealth and riches will be in his house. Most things we struggle with are generational things. They are things we inherited. When we didn't know the scriptures. There are things we inherited. There are generational things. Most of the things we struggle with. Something happened in 2 Chronicles 20, 14 to 20. 2 Chronicles 20, 14 to 20. The story of Jehoshaphat. 
let me just do a paraphrase. You are going through a problem. You have obeyed. And maybe you have even walked in disobedience in the past. Before the enemy. And the enemy is raging at you. La, la, la. First of all, all you must do is that you must know God. It is not time to be angry. That, ah, I serve God. I serve God. That's what babies do. Baby Christians, that's what they do. You must know God for yourself. It's not time to be angry and all of those that I'm serving you. Whatever, only kids do that. Ephesians 6 verse 10. Check Ephesians 6 verse 10. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 10. The Bible says that finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Whatever it is you are going through, maybe in your finance, in your business, or even in your health, and people around you that you probably opened up to, already buzzling like bees. First thing you must know, you must know God. Because the people are not God. The people are not God. Those who are grumbling, saying nonsense all over the place, they are not God. The people who don't know God will be exploited. And those who know God will do exploits. Those who don't know God will be exploited. And those who know God will do great exploits. Human beings are fickle. They can change their mind. They change their mind. Number two, what must you do? You must know that the enemy is the devil. And he's very bad. The devil is the enemy. And he's very bad. He's not there to play games with your business or marriage. Or even your health. He's there to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Number three. Do not fear. Do not fear. That thing was concocted. Do not fear. Tell the person beside you, do not fear. The victory that makes us overcome is our faith over fear. When fear is in place, faith jumps out. Number four, don't be dismayed. Don't be dismayed. Another word for that is don't be troubled. Do not be troubled. Don't worry. Why? Because worry will make you walk in disobedience and eventually lose or lose out. Number six or number five. The battle is not yours. The battle is not yours. Number six, the only language the enemy understands is violence. Somebody say violence. Number seven, understand the word of God. Understand the word of I want to recommend strongly to you that you don't attend a church where the word of God is not taught. <laughs> All this, I want to have money, I want to whatever. There are times that these things will be challenged. And all you will have left and all you will need is the word of God. 
<laughs> all you will need, all you will have left is the word of God. My word have I honored above my name. Forever, O God, your word is settled. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. The word of God. Number eight, know your strategy. Know your strategy. Know your strategy. Number nine, First Chronicles twenty twenty. Believe his prophets. Believe his prophets. Bible says, trust in the Lord your God. First Chronicles twenty twenty. So you shall be established. Believe in his prophets, and you will prosper. First Chronicles twenty twenty. Second Chronicles twenty twenty. Sorry, Second Chronicles twenty twenty. Trust in the Lord your God, so you shall be established. Believe. Trust in the Lord your God, so you shall be established. I just needed you to see it. I know the script, what is there. Believe in his prophets, and you shall prosper. Let me tell you the truth, and nothing but the truth this morning. Anybody God has called, anybody that God has called, has truly called, has issues. You may not know it as issues. Because God doesn't even call perfect people. God doesn't work with perfect people. It may not be known to you. But anyone God has called has issues. I've seen people who got married and fine boy, look, fine girl looking outside, uh, uh, looking at them from the outside until first night, second night, they have to sleep together on the same bed as married couple. I've seen it. I've been, I've, people have come to talk to me before. I have problem. I like peaceful sleep. She snores like someone who, ah, I think that is part of the package. It's inbuilt. It's part of the package. It's part of the package. Anyone God calls has issues. You haven't seen it in that in that light. You see. Anyone God calls has issues. But as God calls you, you to work as you begin to do His will. As we begin to walk in line with that call, begins to perfect everything that concerns you. Believe in his prophet and you shall prosper. 
never say never to somebody that knows God. And what are you supposed to do? I'll give us four and we'll pray. What am I supposed to do? I'll give us four and we'll pray. Number one, that's not negotiable at all. Give your life to Christ. Give your life to Christ. This subject matter. Whether you believe it is the most important decision you can ever make or you can ever take in your entire life. Give your life to Christ. Number two, be the friend of God. Be the friend of God. I remember I saw one day that um, I think it was Bishop Oedipo. That morning that Gio just called him. He said, I'm just led to pray for you for safety. How many of you heard that story? Would have died that day. Plane crash. Be the friend of God. God looks out for his friends. God cannot allow his friends to be stranded. Be the friend of God. A lot of people look at me and say, ah, I'm, I've gone past stages in my life where I'll be fidgeting when some things happen. I say these things, and I say it under God. I don't, I don't, I don't fear things anymore. I'm telling you the truth. I don't. <laughs> hey, hey. And number three, what must you do? Your amen must always raise the roof. <laughs> Your pastor is greeting you. God bless you and you too. <laughs> if your doctor comes and check you and say, hey, let me look at your eyes. You are healthy. You say, and you too. Nothing disgusts me than that with young people. God bless you. And you too. Your pastor is talking to you. Somebody, the ordination, you are licensed to bless. That's why you have the oil. You know, like Father David telling me now, Joseph, God bless you. And I say, and you too. What's my own? It's God that will bless him, not me. Let me collect my own and go. You can pray for your pastors in your closet. When they tell you God bless you, it's, God bless you is not a greeting. It's a pronouncement. Actually, if it's coming from someone who is licensed to do it in the spiritual, and most cases, your pastors, your prophets, God bless you, are you too? And number four, your praise 
must be violent. Your praise must be violent. I don't know if you are like me. If there's something I always look forward to on a Thanksgiving Sunday like this, I'll tell you. And maybe I'll give Pastor Bosset the microphone to come and tell us the two men, about the two men I'm about to talk about. So whenever I go home, I go to Pastor Heidi's page to check him out. And that man who they dance together in church and dance recklessly. I don't know if you are like me. Do you, see, do you see those videos? So I go back and I check it. Let me tell you something. Forget pastors have level low. As I did, is a billionaire. I'm saying it with all my mouth. Billionaire. If you see him in camp, walking to, he's different from every other part. And he walks alone. They let Pastor Bosset tell you about that man. Strong man. If men who, if they decide to sleep at home every day and read newspaper and not work again, their standard of living will not drop one bit. Can see every opportunity to praise God and forget about their status, forget about their account balance, forget about their investments. And dig it up. And you, who is still dropping CV all over the place. Who is still dropping proposals all over the place. When it's now time to praise God, you'll be forming for who? I'm asking you for who? Give Pastor Bosset the mic. Let her tell you that man. Let her tell you that man. Get the second mic. Her... No, it's good. Let's educate ourselves. He's not a... That man is not an ordinary man. Strong man. Strong man. Strong man. I know the man. My one person was here to tell us the man. <laughs> Age wise, he's not a small boy age wise. At that age, digging it and still digging it in his black agwada, and he will throw it out, pack it up again. And, then, and then, you know. I look forward to it every Sunday, every Thanksgiving Sunday. Whenever I get home, I go and check it first. It, that video excites me. You know, I, I even know their dance moves. One will be going back, the other one will be. <laughs> These are two men. Again, I'm telling you the truth. That. If they don't work again, they don't have visa issues. They have two passports. Let me just tell you the truth. 
two of them don't have visa problem like you and I. Like you and I. They don't have visa problems. I submitted my passport somewhere. Someone can always take two weeks, four weeks, five weeks. Ah, I got so upset. I said, Joseph, I think it's time for you to even, if, how much is $150,000? Buy a passport somewhere. I called the, the embassy. They knew me. I looked for their number. I called them morning. Is my voice the head? Afternoon, is my voice the head? The first time I called them, he said, ah, wait on the phone. What's your name? I said, what's your passport number? I gave, gave it to them. I'm not talking about application center. I'm called embassy. Gone, gone. He checked. He said, ah, I can't find your file after four weeks. <laughs> For something that's supposed to take two weeks. I said, he said, hold on. Stay on the line. I said, I, I'm here. Me, I have over 20K on my phone. Can you possibly keep me on the phone for, for the whole day? Yes, I have over 20K on my phone. <laughs> they now found the file. Call me back after two hours. Two hours, I called. Until, was it on Thursday? Thursday, I was going to the dentist. I just remember, I said, let me call them again. Yeah. I just called them. I was already at the dentist's place. I just called them. Yeah, Mr. Joseph, how are you? Come to the embassy now and collect your passport. I didn't even wait for them to take it to TLS. I just, big, 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 in five minutes. Dentist. Adela Odeko. Embassy. But I can't anything. I just used the back. Entire day, got there in five minutes. Bim, they just saw me. Ah, are you at the, don't worry, where's my password? <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, where's my password? <laughs> These people don't have visa issues. And yet they praise God like babies. Forget about all their problems. Forget about anything. And yet... Many of us, we still struggle when it's time to praise God. I pray that the Almighty God will help us. Let us pray. Let us rise on our feet as we pray. Let's just go ahead and thank him for the word. Let's go ahead and thank him. Let's go ahead and thank him. Let's ask him for the grace to obey the word. We are going to be praying some very serious prayers now. I, I, I just want us to connect. I'm going to be praying some very serious prayers right now. I receive the grace, the strength to obey you, O oh God. When we walk with the Lord in the light of his word, 
What a glory shares on our way. Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus or to trust and obey. You lift your voice, the first prayer points, you lift your voice loud and clear and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, dreams of affliction, dreams of defeat, die in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and talk to God. Only the counsel of the Lord over me shall stand. Every dream of affliction, every dream of defeat. Dreams of defeat, dreams of affliction. Die in the name of Jesus. Die, die in the name of Jesus. Only the counsel of the Lord over me shall stand. Ekete broko shata la gadabada Every dream of affliction, every dream of failure, every dream of defeat. soto. Die in the name of Jesus. Only the counsel of the Lord shall stand over my life. Only the word of God shall come to pass over my life. Over my family, over my health. Over everything that concerns me, over my business, Lord. Every dream of affliction, every dream of defeat. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. You are not praying the way like, like you have been preached to. The fact that some of us don't shake whenever we are saying these things doesn't mean that it is of less potency. Every man with his staff. So I need us to pray. I want us to pray. Like really mean it. Lift up your voice and say, Father, any ladder the enemy has been using to assess me. In the name of Jesus, be sealed by the blood. Go ahead and talk to God. Go ahead and talk to God. Ladder of fornication, ladder of lies, ladder of sins. In the name that's above every other name, be sealed by the blood. Ladder of wickedness, ladder of affliction. Any ladder, every ladder that the enemy are using to assess me freely. Be sealed by the blood. Be sealed by the blood. In the name of Jesus, be sealed by the blood. Be sealed by the blood. Be sealed by the blood. 
In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Lift your voice loud and clear. Say, Father, every power organized to waste my life. I am not your candidate. In the name of Jesus, be separated from me. In the name of Jesus, every power organized to waste my life, to waste my destiny. I am not your candidate. I am not your candidate. I am not your candidate. In the name of Jesus, be separated from me. Be separated from me in the name of Jesus. I am not your candidate. I refuse to be your candidate. In the name of Jesus, be separated from me. Any power organized to waste my destiny, to waste the life of my wife, to waste the life of my husband, to waste the life of my children, to waste my career. I am not your candidate. Be separated from me. In the name of Jesus. Soto. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. You pray this one with every strength on the inside of you. You lift up your voice and say, Father, mountains that defeated my parents, in the name of Jesus, leave my life alone. Go ahead and talk to God. Go ahead and talk to God. Mountains that defeated my parents. In the name of Jesus, leave my life alone. Leave my life alone. Every negative order in my family, by the power and the blood, I raise a standard against it. Sokoto. Lebra gada da 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 zekete broko shandaria rekekekete broko shandaria he gada ba 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 zegede boko shandaria rekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekekek
you will tell your story. And nobody will believe you have been through that stuff before. In the name of Jesus. I decree and I prophesy in the name that's above every other name. Those who don't want to see you around. It is them that will not be around. In the name of Jesus. I decree to 10 people. I declare over 10 people here this morning. That the Lord will bind your wounds. The Lord will bind your wounds. The Lord will heal your wounds. In the name of Jesus. Every sea of affliction. In the name that's above every other name. Makoto, Liga, Dukoshanda, Libra, Katsuka, Dige, Brokoshandaria. Every sea of affliction shall be cleared out. Every sea of affliction shall be cleared out. In the name of Jesus. In the remaining part of 2022, there shall be no loss for you. There shall be no loss of peace. There shall be no loss of anyone. There shall be no loss of opportunity. There shall be no loss of every good dreams. In the name of Jesus. Whether the enemy likes it or not, there shall be promotion for you. In the name of Jesus. Everything will change for you. Your economy will change. Your life will change. Your prayer life will change. God will upgrade you. God will upgrade you. God will uplift you. In the name of Jesus. Every of your dreams, the Lord will bring it to pass. Every of your dreams, the Lord will bring it to pass. I decree over someone here this morning, your fears will be handled. Your fears will be handled. The power that changed the rest sea will change your story. So shall it be in the name of God the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Go ahead and pray in the Holy Ghost. Seal it, seal it as you pray in the Holy Ghost. Speak, speak. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray some more. Pray louder, pray louder. Egede boko shanda libra gadadada broko sotoria. Egede de de broko shanda lia. Egada bada bada bada. Zekete broko shanda lia.